Hey, what's up, guys? This is Box Office Brunch. We're your hosts. I'm David. And I'm Rita. And today we are talking about all the noises my stomach is going to make. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thought that was really funny that I brought it up and then Rachel was like, uh. No, no. Today we are talking about Four Christmases. Oh, such a good movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> well, no, you have to tell them what we got for breakfast. Yeah. We got Moonlight Diner again. Yeah. <laughs> David David tried corned beef hash for the first time. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It wouldn't be my first choice. Theirs isn't like the best. I think the best one I've had has been at Jelly. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about just breakfast foods in general don't travel well. Mm. Toast and pancakes, waffles, like all, none of that stuff really, hash browns, none of yeah. that stuff really travels well. It doesn't do well being put into a box and sitting in the moisture. So. Ew. It's <laughs> a gross thought. Moisture. <laughs> yeah, and then how are we having our mimosas today? You tell us. That's <laughs> It was your choice. Okay, I really like the red grape sparkling juice. From Welch's, Welch's specifically, specifically, not sponsored. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the Martin, hit us Martinelli's up. doesn't have red grape. They have like an apple grape. Yeah, and a cranberry, I think. Yeah. So got the Welch's red grape. I just really wanted it. And then we got Prosecco. Mm. Yeah, Zach it was good. It, it was like extra bubbly because it was bubbly juice and bubbly. Yeah, it's good. I do like this juice. Yeah, it's good. I was telling David the other day I had some at dinner and Zach was like, is that wine? I was like, no, what does it look like? He's like, it looks like wine. Nope, it was red grape juice. What kind of glass did you have it in? I had it in a wine glass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's why. Well, sometimes you just want to feel part of the crowd. Yeah, you just want to feel fancy. Like on Wednesday, Tori, one of my athletes and friends from the gym, brought his daughter to trivia mm -hmm. and he got her kombucha and then he put it in a fancy glass for her. So she kind of felt like she was with the crew. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, then it nice looked like she had an alcoholic beverage. But yeah. It wasn't. I mean, as much as we all want to be like unique and individuals and everything, we're we're human. Like you want to be part of the group. You want to fit in. Yeah. Oh, by the way, mm -hmm. in the other episode, you guys are going to hear I left it in. You can hear me swallow. <laughs> Good. It's so loud. Good. I, at least it wasn't me being like a it was super judgy like bitch. the most dr dramatic like <laughs> gulp I've ever heard. Like a cartoon gulp. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad, but I left it in. If Good. you have listened to the episode, let's see if you can hear my stomach. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you kind of just hear me stop and go. Sound like an airplane. <laughs> yeah, we might also have some random sounds today. Somebody's moving out, so there's some. A dun, truck dun, outside dun. and stuff. So if you hear that, or David coughing. It. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I got like a tickle in my throat. It's not the vid. It's not the vid. Yeah. So I just worked out. So that's my coughing. Nobody asked. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because you know you get the runner's cough. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, mm -hmm. get your shit. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Is that here? I know him. Son of a nutcracker. 
welcome Christmas. Bring your cheer. Okay, so before we get into the facts, I want to talk about advent calendars really quick because I went and got one the other day from World Market. <laughs> I got myself, so Zach and I got a tea one mm-hmm. that comes with all different kinds of teas and it comes oh, with two cool. different bags. So we each get a, a tea. Nice. And then I just- Two really, different bags or two bags of the same tea? Two bags of the same tea. Oh, okay. For every day. But I then was like, well, I really want a chocolate one. So I got a Mandalorian one. Mm-hmm, and okay. so it has like baby Yoda on it. Yeah. And I opened day one and there wasn't a piece of chocolate. <laughs> like the chocolate was empty. I That's was just a like, good start. And then I like took a picture because I was like, maybe I should go back and tell them like my chocolate's missing. And I was like, but then they're just going to think I ate it because it's yeah. not like I got proof. It's <laughs> right. like, this isn't going well. So then I opened day two. And I was not as excited, but I had a piece of chocolate. It did it. have chocolate. Okay, yeah. Good. But it just, it made me laugh because I was just like, if this is any indication on how this advent calendar is going to go, I'm really sad. Or how this December is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I was just showing David Peeps came out with these like gingerbread men marshmallows. <laughs> and, like, how would you describe how they look? Mutilated. Yeah. That like faces <laughs> they, are like on the stomachs. Right. Yeah. They're all like warped and messed up and nothing like the picture not cute they look like they would be the bad guy in a krampus movie (laughs) yeah it was it was really funny but that's this time of the year everyone's getting advent calendars yeah do you like peeps no okay me either i think they're fucking gross i'm not like okay no one come for me but i'm not a big marshmallow person yeah not me either i mean i like rice krispie treats and i like s'mores it's just not the first thing i'm gonna reach for i like mini marshmallows in my hot chocolate Mm. oh speaking of hot chocolate trader joe's has a hot chocolate polar bear like mm. that you put in milk and then it melts that's cool and yeah it's really cool is i that, haven't tried like, it yet is it like a pour over like you're supposed to pour the hot milk over it yeah or okay. you can like just drop it in drop it in and then it just melts with the hot beverage mm-hmm. the hot liquid that's cool yeah so anyways the facts right so oh why do i have tiktok pulled up okay so this movie came out It was released on November 26, 2008, and it was what? I think you just paused. I didn't Well, I was like, I thought you were going to like tell me like that's wrong. It had a budget of 80 million and a total box office. Box office of 163.7 million. Yeah. On its opening day, which was a Wednesday, it ranked second behind the previous week's new release blockbuster, which was Twilight. It then went on to take the top spot each day from Thursday to Sunday and remained in the number one spot for the second week as well. Not a bad film. It was directed by... Well, just because it was the number one box office doesn't mean it was a good film. I thought it was, but we can talk about that. Yeah. It was directed by Seth Gordon. Who also did like Horrible Bosses, Identity Thief, and 2017 Baywatch. Yeah, those kinds of um, comedies. Yeah. I I put the cast down. I didn't put everybody's name. I was just going to run through the actors because it's a big cast. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's Four Christmases. Yeah. So go for it. All right. So this movie stars Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn, Mary Steenberg, Mary Steenbergen, Robert Duvall, Sissy Spacek, John Voight, John Favreau, Dwight Yoakam, 
Tim McGraw, Kristen Chenoweth, Katie Mixon, Colleen Camp, and Jeanette Miller. People who didn't make it onto the IMDb page that I'm kind of salty about were Carol Kane, who played Aunt Sarah, and she was obviously the ghost of Christmas present in Scrooge, and she was the witch wife in (laughs) Princess Bride. I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. Yeah. Uh, Peter Billingsley didn't make it onto the list. Who is the ticket agent? Is obviously yeah. Ralphie from A Christmas Story. That yeah, yeah. So they, and they all have names. They're all characters. <laughs> they are all characters. So the synopsis is: a couple struggles to visit all four of their divorced parents on Christmas. Yeah, kind of a simple premise. I think that so they're like these big hotshot city business people who always avoid their families on the holidays and instead take a vacation to like Fiji and lie that they're doing like philanthropy in third world countries so their parents and siblings don't hate them yeah so we'll watch the trailer now yeah and then we'll come back with our thoughts hey dad mom hey listen hey. mom i got bad news we're not gonna Hi, be able to make it tomorrow no one was more upset than we were last year that she got into a happy and deal with the situation <laughs> every year brad and kate spend the holidays avoiding their families no flights are coming in and no flights are going out. This isn't happening. Do you have a sister airline? No, I'm sorry. How about a cousin airline? No, we don't. How about like an airline that your airline's felt up before? But this year... Where are you headed for the holidays? They'll be forced to celebrate... Hi, Mom. It's my dad. They just saw us on the news. With all of them. Okay, he's going to give you a big hug when he sees you, Mom. I'm not hugging anybody. He's very excited about the hug. From New Line Cinema... We just gotta get through these four Christmases as quickly and as painlessly as possible. Merry Christmas, Mom. Hey, Dad. Good to see you, oh, Mom. Merry hey, Christmas, Dad. Hey, these are my brothers, Denver and Dallas. You must be Orlando's girl. Orlando? We're all named after the city that we were conceived in. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. Four families. Bradley, I'm not trying to be your father. I'm hoping for a chance to be your friend. Well, you were my friend. You were my best friend. But now you're sleeping with my mom, and it's a little bit weird for me. One day. That's you? Mom, did you put that on the mantle? I love that photo. You look huge. I ate my feelings, Brad. She must have had a lot of bad feelings. (laughs) No mercy. You left me in the jump jump to die. I thought you were waving at me like, hey, I'm getting past my fears. (laughs) What would cross my mind over this to think that you could possibly be getting shanked by four-year-olds? How can you really appreciate someone for who they are unless you know them? My brothers, they're trained UFC fighters. Soldier boy, soldier boy! You're a sissy. All they want for Christmas... I just gotta adjust the damn thing! Too much. ...is an exit strategy. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon... Four Christmases. You gotta get out of here. I can't breathe. I'm gonna do it too. That shit real good. But there were some parts that were not. Yeah, I think we're noticing a trend now that we're watching the trailers that they're they use a lot of deleted scenes in trailers. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because well, it probably is because the trailers are put out as promotion before the final cut of the film is ready. Oh, yeah. So probably the the final cut, they, they cut some scenes that make it into the trailers. But I'm surprised how frequently it happens. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I love, I chose this film. I love this film. David's not as much of a fan of this film, but. I think the film is fine. It's more just like Vince Vaughn. His comedy is just not my cup of tea. I think it's more like his delivery. I, I love know. it. In yeah, this, just... I think this movie is probably one of my favorite movies of his because I just think he's really funny. I talk to a lot of coworkers about it and I always tell them like, yeah, because I had seen this movie before and I remember thinking that it was funny. Just Vince Vaughn's not my favorite part of it. And just in general, he's not my favorite. And everyone was always like, oh, I really like Wedding Crashers and Wedding Crashers is where I really got to like him. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's just I didn't No, I would say this is one of my favorite films of his. Yeah. I just think the first scene is kind of weird. I don't really like the first scene where they're pretending oh, they're to be like, like Daphne and Clint or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Clark. What is his name? <laughs> I don't know. Kent. I don't know. No. But she's like, he was hot or whatever. And like, yeah. he's like some he's like, hey, I'm talking to you, bitch. I just thought that was weird. But yeah. So th- the premise is that they David was saying they ditch their families on Christmas, but they lie and say that they're going to do some sort of charity work in another country. Mm-hmm. But on that day in California, a huge fog rolls through and cancels their vacation, or their flight, and their family see them on the news. Right. So then they're required to attend. Right. They, all of they don't have an excuse anymore. Their parents' homes because their parents are divorced. So for Christmas. Right. Part of their relationship is about like they're not going to get married because both of us come from broken homes and so we know what like trauma that can do to a kid and so we're just not going to do that we're not going to get married we're not going to have kids we're just going to stay exactly how we are and do the same thing yeah and And they're kind of forced to confront that as they go from house to house yeah so what are some of your favorite scenes from the first house I love when Vince Vaughn gets his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> By his brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Google me, bitch. Yeah, I think the... You might want to look me up sometime, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> the one time that I... I think this was like the one time that I actually like laughed out loud watching it was when, when the uh, wife comes in and she's like, would anyone like some hors <laughs> It's like spray cheese on a Ritz cracker. Yeah. And she's like, what is this? Is that cheese? She's like, spray cheese. And he's like the um the king of aerosol cheeses or something and then he gets decked yeah. <laughs> and just like the way he he's falls. like you want to say something about my wife's cheese and starts yeah. like pumping yeah. his face but what the way he gets like hit in the throat and like <laughs> collapses i was dying at that part actually i thought it was so funny and then i thought that katie mixon who plays the pregnant redneck yeah. wife i thought she was so funny she is really funny. And when she's like, but then your nipples get all hard and I can barely feel one? mine. You want to flick one? Or oh, when she's ahead. making she's, that like and weird. Reese, and Reese Witherspoon's like, no, it's okay. I got a pair of my own. <laughs> or when she like is making that weird casserole and then she yeah. hands her the baby and the baby's just screaming and crying. And she's like, she'll warm up to you eventually. She's like, how long? Oh, not long. <laughs> yeah. But she hadn't, I don't know. Then when she whacks the baby in the head. Yeah. And she's like, give me back my baby. And then I like the part where they're playing. Um, it's not charades. What's that game called? Taboo. Taboo. They're playing Taboo. <laughs> like the way that they're like so in sync. He's like that. She's like that thing that's on your nightstand by the bed. He's like a sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like or like us on the beach or something. He's like screensaver. Yeah. Like, it's just. Yeah. But I 
I think this house is one of my favorite houses. The first house. The first house. His yeah. dad's house because. I also like when he falls off the roof. That's pretty funny. Yeah, when they're setting up the satellite dish and he's like, hot or cold? Hot or cold? And he's like, hot or cold what? Hot or cold what? And <laughs> he just like yanks it so hard and falls like completely off the roof. And his brothers are like, too, too hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> they're just sitting there like. And then when they open the gifts and she's like, it was so hard to find gifts under the $10 cap. She's like, there's a $10 cap and a kid opens up his gift and it's an Xbox. And then <laughs> the other kid opens it up and it's from his dad and it's a flashlight. He's like, Why don't you love me? <laughs> and he goes, well, my gift from Santa better be straight cool. He's like, well, I have a feeling your gift from Santa is going to be in the $10 range too, buddy. He goes, why is Santa cheap like my dad? He goes, no, Santa is dad. <laughs> Just... Like when he has a hard time. Uh, using his emotion words he resorts to streaking (laughs) (laughs) nobody loves me (laughs) yeah that whole scene just hilarious yeah and when she finds out that his name is orlando and not brad and he goes i wouldn't say like my name's bob but my name used to be asshole (laughs) yeah my you just say my name is bob yeah he can't figure out why she's upset about that but yeah i (laughs) I think the house that house is my favorite house. And then they go to her mom's house. And that's there are some funny parts in that. But again, Vince Vaughn, I think, is the funny one. I don't think Reese Witherspoon is funny in this. No, not really. But she's also not a comedian. Like she does com- comedic movies and stuff, but <laughs> like when he's eating all the cookies and they're walking around or they're going around the circle and saying like what they would like <laughs> to give for Christmas and Graham Graham's like, I would like to pleasure like her husband with my hand and mouth more and he stops chewing and goes she just say that and they're like brad what about you and he goes you want me to go after uh graham graham with the the hand and the mouth and the stuff and he's just like (laughs) like it's just so funny i love it also at this house is your favorite scene in the movie yeah when the baby (laughs) spits up on her he just starts gagging and he's like you gotta get out of here i'm gonna do it too yeah i don't know it's because you can tell when someone's actually gagging and vince vaughn is literally gagging you can see i'm pretty sure he's coughing but like he's like coughing to the point where he's gagging yeah it's so funny i don't know i didn't really care for her niece no she's annoying or Kristen chenoweth oh but i love Kristen chenoweth i love Kristen chenoweth but i didn't love her and I like I didn't scene. yeah I didn't I like, loved her later yeah I liked her a lot later actually I felt yeah. the same way she was annoying she's like I'm gonna give myself a gift <laughs> of a scheduled c-section <laughs> yeah. or something like that yeah well, she wishes that she's or she wishes that she's pregnant and that she has a scheduled c-section that goes according to plan <laughs> yeah but like that whole thing where Kate <laughs> like when she's like don't people normally want to do that the natural way and she's like only the people who haven't done it before <laughs> <laughs> shut up Me? not you oh I was like what Kristen Chenoweth's character <laughs> yeah yeah so it reminds me of that uh Ali Wong stand up where she's talking about how she was in labor for like six hours and then she had a c-section and she's like are you kidding me you made me do all that when there was a perfectly fine trap door right there (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know giving birth is terrifying Terrifying, yeah good thing you don't have to worry about it yeah unless you're arnold yeah true and junior true yeah i don't know why didn't i pick jingle all the way that would have been funny well there's always well you know 
there won't always be another Christmas because eventually the world will end. But (laughs) (laughs) why did you say that? (laughs) Because I was rubbing my eye and I stopped completely. (laughs) My world just like I thought David was going to go with like, well, there may never be Christmases again because we're all going to die someday or something. Oh, I don't know. That's darker. I feel like it's all dark. You literally said the world was going to end. Yeah, eventually. But not next year. There's always next year. I hope year. not. Uh, for real. But yeah, we we have we got to keep some good ones in the tank for later. I know, but I'm thinking of so many good ones I wanted to do. Well, keep a list. I will. Because eventually there's going to be a year probably where you're just going to have to pick four movies <laughs> because I'm going to run out of Christmas movies that I know. Or you're just going to find more horror Christmas movies to watch. I have a few of those, but people are not happy that I chose those, so... Yeah, I know. Every time I tell people what we reviewed, they're like, why? Well, I guess I'm just a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not boring. (laughs) I don't have a fat ass. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not poor. (laughs) Wait, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) So then they go to his his mom's mom's house. Yeah. She's like, I hated the part where... His best friend is like dating her and stuff, and they're yeah. talking about the chocolate sauce and the. Yeah. Oh, we skipped part. They go to church. They don't go to church till later, right? No, they go while they're at the mom's house. Oh, because yeah, she's dating pastor or she Phil. is interested or whatever. No, they're dating. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, but she's like, I wish I could give my more of myself to the church and to Pastor Tom or whatever his name pastor is. Pastor Phil. Pastor Phil. Is it Phil? I don't know. I didn't write down any of the names. So Dwight Yoakam's character. I know he plays him. So they, wow. Okay. Sorry. Something just started playing. They go to church to watch the Christmas play of Jesus's birth and they don't have a Mary. Or Joseph. Or Joseph. So her mom volunteers them and she panics because she doesn't do well in front of. Right. She has stage fright. And he's like taking it really seriously and practicing his lines. And he's like, this child is a blessing to the both of us. And she's like, really? And you can see because she took a pregnancy test at her mom's house. It was negative and she looks a little disappointed. And so, you know, they're hinting that she's going to have a change of heart, Mm -hmm. even though they have this whole agreement. So, yeah, she's like, really? And he goes, what was that too? Like, yeah, he thinks his acting was off. And then she realizes he was acting. But yeah, that whole scene was weird. Yeah. I wouldn't say like, I mean, he's still so funny. I don't know. I think Vince Vaughn was really funny in this. He hit it out of the park for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we were literally talking about it when we were going to get our brunch that he just, he just isn't he's for He's an everybody. acquired taste yeah. for people. And I think like if he were to come out with a movie now. I don't, I would, I don't even know if I would say he's an acquired taste because that means you have to be exposed to him more to like him. I think he's just kind of polarizing. Yeah, and I did read a fun fact of that. But I feel like that's kind of how comedians are a lot yeah. of the time. It's very rare for a comedian to be like universally loved. Yeah, so I, I read a fun Unless fact. Joe Coy. The thing, well, it's not a fun fact. It's kind of a sad fact, but that yeah. Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn hated each other while filming this. Oh, I have that in my fun Because fact he wanted to ad lib scenes mm-hmm. and improvise, and she is very strategic and she wants to stick to the script. And she wants to practice their blocking and their lines. And he would blow her off because he would basically say, like, no, I just want to ad lib. I'm an ad libber. And it got so bad to the point where she didn't want to film any sexy scenes with him, <laughs> which fair. I heard Matthew McConaughey doesn't wear deodorant. So everybody has their quirks. But I feel like that's a comedian anymore. A lot of comedians want to ad lib. Yeah, definitely. I think 
yeah, she's just more of like a, at least this is my interpretation of it, is that she's just more of like a classically trained actress who wants to do the work the way that the director wants, whereas Vince Vaughn is more of a comedian and he's like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like comedians. They're always going to be themselves in the roles and that's what they're hired to do. So he's going to be himself and kind of do his thing in the scenes, but it just didn't seem to mesh from what it sounded like. Yeah. But also Vince Vaughn refused to do any press for this movie because of that. Well, she she probably wasn't nice to him. I don't think they were nice to each other. Yeah. But I love Reese Witherspoon. I do too. I love her. So I would never say she was wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I think that she just, I think they were, I think they should have hired a female comedian. Yeah. I mean, I think she does a good job in it. I think so. But if he was wanting some, if his expectation, because he's a producer on this. Mm -hmm. So if his expectation for the film. I do feel like there might have been like a power imbalance because Vince Vaughn is obviously friends with like. John Favreau. John Favreau and, uh, Peter Billingsley and they work together a lot and I think Peter Billingsley was an executive producer on this movie so I don't know I don't want to like paint Vince Vaughn to be some like no but I think like he should I think if he was gonna go with Reese Witherspoon based on her fitting the role he should have let her do what she he should have given her autonomy over that right I think that they should have met in the middle somewhere right like she should have let him have autonomy over how he acted there should have been a little bit maybe she could have been a little looser maybe he could have been a little less wild yeah. So I wonder if they talk. Probably not. <laughs> so yeah, then they go to his mom's and they play taboo. Which, if you've never played taboo, it's basically you have a timer and you have a word, and you can't say these words, the word. So if it's like Spider Man, you can't say spider. Right. You have to say. You have to describe. Or hero. You have to describe the word like there are a list of words you can't say mm-hmm. and you have to describe it without using those words. And the person you're describing it to has to guess. And so his brother and his wife, like the quirky wife, they nail it. They get like 27 or something. Seven. Crazy. Yeah. I think. Like yeah. something crazy. And then his mom and her boyfriend, who's <laughs> like his ex-best friend go and it's like really gross and weird. Right. And then him and Kate go and... This is another one of my favorite scenes. There, his mom is doing the buzzer, yeah, and so he keeps trying to get. And Kate is doing a really bad job of explaining things because she's like, "I'm well, really afraid of these things. This is my biggest fear," and she isn't elaborating any more than that. Yeah, and so because this highlights how he doesn't really know her that right, well. How they don't know each other as well as they thought, and he can't get the words, and so. His mom, because he was buzzing his mom, his mom, she's like, oh, this is my favorite food. Like Kate's explaining, it's my favorite food. It's my favorite. I love it. You put it on the barbecue. And so he's like trying to guess through and and his mom goes, keeps buzzing him. And she's like, you can't say those words. And he's like, mom, stop buzzing me. Like I can guess. I'm saying, I can say those words. I'm guessing. And he's like, he's like, stop saying shush. And then he goes, shush. And she's like, you can't say shush. And he goes, Yes, I can't say shush. And he's like getting all like bent out of shape. And then their time is up. And she's like, it's kebab. And he goes, mom, it's kebab. It says I can't say shish, 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 shish. And I can say it because I'm not holding. And I just love how he says shish like four times to get it across to her. Like (laughs) it's shish kebab. 
I just love that scene. Yeah, I like when she when he like <laughs> says something and she gets like offended and she just like buzzes at him. Yeah, I like that part. So yeah, that that's the best part at that house. I yeah, think. it's just highlight. I mean, the whole point of all of this is them highlighting that they don't really know each other. Yeah, because in the beginning, before they go on their trip, he's like, you know, oh, I should go check us in for our flight. They're playing a game. And she goes, I already did it. And he goes, oh, I picked up a pair of those headphones you really like. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, and I was hinting and stuff. And so you think that they have like a really good relationship. But as they visit each family's house, you see it kind of start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a fun fact about that because the director, Seth Gordon, said that the film's subject is the difficulty all people have of reconciling who they are and the person they're supposed to be, which is why it's so hard to spend Christmas with one's family and why it can engender uneasiness. Mm. Naturally, he also felt Christmas was an amazing playground for comedy. So I think that that's what they're seeing is that they've never been honest with each other about their childhoods or their upbringings or any of that. They've never been really vulnerable with each other. Right. Like at the first house, that's where uh, Reese Witherspoon's character realizes that he didn't tell her his real name is Orlando. And then at the second house, we learned that she used to be fat and went to like a fitness camp or a fat camp or whatever. And he didn't know that. And she was pseudo like lesbian, maybe. Right. Maybe. Or, <laughs> yeah, he's like, she wasn't a lesbian. We used to play beach and she would lather me up with lotion because she didn't want me to get sunburned. like the realization on her face i think is funny so yeah and then the fourth house they get in a fight after the play see so that's why the play is after his mom's house because they promised to go back to church later oh okay so they get in a fight after the play because he's like really mean to her like when the play happens like he's like I don't know. He takes over as Joseph and he's like, give me that child woman. And he's just unfit parent. (laughs) Yeah. Unfit mother. Yeah. Like he just takes his role way too seriously. And I think she starts to get really irritable with him. So when they're driving to her dad's house, which is the last house, she basically tells him, I just want to know that if the plane was going down and the masks dropped, that you would put on my mask before you would put on yours. And he goes, well, I wouldn't. And the FAA wouldn't want me to either. <laughs> He's like, don't you listen to the flight attendants or are you too busy click clicking on your BlackBerry? He's like, while well, they're trying to tell you to turn He's like, off. secure your own mask before helping an unfit adult. He goes, because guess what happens? Guess what happens? I put your mask on and then I'm not breathing. I'm not living. <laughs> and she's like, that's not the point. And she's trying to get him to like, basically say like he would, think of her first yeah not necessarily that he's taking it like way too literally which is hilarious it's a funny scene to me because i think in marriage i've learned that sometimes those conversations happen where you're just trying to get them to understand the emotional piece of it and they're taking it very literally and you're just like oh my god take my example out of it i just right want you to understand well so then she tells him that she took a pregnancy test and then he gets pissed off because he thinks she pulled the goalie she's like no she's like i wasn't pregnant but made me think that I want a different life. Like I have kids and I might potentially want to get married. And he's like, I don't want those things. So when they get to her dad's house, she tells him she's just going to go in by herself. And she understands that she's changing the rules of their relationship. Right. And so she goes into her house, her dad's house by herself. And her sister kind of talks to her and he goes back to his dad's house because his dad is the one who he got his attitude about families from, I think more than his mom Mm -hmm. because his dad's always like, can't spell families without lies. And he calls his mom like a whore or something. Yeah. (laughs) So like a two bit street whore or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they get advice from their respective families. 
or whatever. Yeah, but I also think that he realizes that he got a lot of his perceptions about a family and starting a family and having a family from his dad, who is not the person that he wants to be. And so that's what makes him realize that he basically didn't have his own feelings on it. He just adopted his dad's feelings about yeah. it. Only because he watched their marriage fall apart. And... Right. Right. Oh, he said like what his dad's like, what woman leaves her career and goes and sleeps with like a guy younger than her? And he's like, she worked at a grocery store. <laughs> What's that? Like, you're acting like she left like a freaking corporate job or something. Yeah. So it ends with Vince Vaughn make like coming over and saying that he loves her and he maybe doesn't want to have kids right away, but he's willing to see where the relationship goes and he's open to it. Yeah. And then jump cut to a year later and they have a kid. <laughs> but they don't tell their families. Right. They end up in another situation where they didn't tell their families that she was even pregnant. So they wouldn't know that she had a baby and they happen to have the first baby of the new year and the same news crew breaks in to which is like so wrong that would never yeah, fucking happen no it would never happen the four the the baby floors are so oh my god locked like yeah when i worked at the hospital i didn't have access to those yeah. floors yeah i don't have access you can't, yeah you, you, it's like the er and the icu and stuff so like you have they would to never have, like, let a news people. crew in so. yeah definitely realistically i give you a zero right and then the baby spits up on her and he starts freaking out again <laughs> he starts <laughs> vomiting but yeah, their families like see the news and start like calling them too. Yeah. To be like. So it's not like they really changed their ways and became closer to their families. They just no. became closer to each other. Right. Exactly. But I give this movie oh, like not in terms it. of comedy. I, I really like it. So I that's why I chose it. I think I talked about like my favorite clips. And I really think Vince Vaughn for me steals the show. In terms of the comedy piece. But I also think his brothers, Denver and Dallas, do too. Yeah. Dallas is played by... Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. And Denver is played by... John, John Favreau. Yep. Yeah. So, which I think they're just both so funny too. Yeah, definitely. It's funny because John Favreau plays like such a dick in this movie, but I've heard he's a really nice guy. Yeah. And he seems really nice. He was nice in... He fucked up the Lion King, but you know, whatever. He was nice in Iron Man. Yeah. And Spider-Man. Yeah, and Endgame. Yeah. When he's like, your dad liked cheeseburgers. And she's like, okay. <laughs> she does not care. <laughs> she's like, go get me a fucking cheeseburger, Smiley. Right. That's his name, right? Or is it Sunny? Happy. Happy. Close. <laughs> not even, <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give it a seven for funny. Wait, we haven't gone through fun facts. You were saying you were the one that went to the scoring. No, I didn't. I was just saying like for funny, like I give it like I didn't say I gave it a score though. <laughs> you see how I thought yeah, we were I on know. the score? No, but I I said I give it, but I was just saying like I give it like a higher rating because Vince Vaughn took the cake for me. Okay. Which you can agree or you cannot agree, but if you disagree, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> What are your fun facts? So I have that this film started production during the 2007-2008 uh, Writers Guild of America strike. And what I thought was interesting about this fun fact was that they said that meant that there could be no changes made to the script during filming. And I was like, what is that? Like nobody but the writers can change anything? Yeah. That seems weird. It's 
that whole strike was interesting. It affected a lot of things. It did. It affected the office. And more. <laughs> yeah. So I got that Howard's house was... So Howard is Vince Vaughn's dad. Yeah. His house was built from scratch in the Shadow Hills area of Southern California with a reinforced roof that could stand the weight of the cast and the camera crew. Some of the crew were unaware of this and were surprised when they went into the house to find it completely empty, something of which Seth Gordon is very proud. I had that in the develop in order to develop the characters and give each of them an identity, Seth Gordon actually drew up a detailed timeline of all of their lives. Yeah. Which I thought that was like I think pretty that's Im- cool. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It dedication. makes their acting make sense. Yeah. And how they act and things it, like that. Yeah, it definitely gives the actors something to go off of other than just the script. And Seth Gordon actually was hired by Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn yeah, he, insisted on it because yeah. he liked the documentary The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. Yeah, which is, if you've never seen it, it's a documentary about this guy who's trying to get the top score for Donkey Kong. Yeah. And uh, Vernon Vaughn, Vince Vaughn's father in real life, is um, has a cameo as a churchgoer during the Christmas play. He's sitting right behind Reese Witherspoon. He also had a cameo in several of other several other of Vince's films, including Swingers, Made, and The Breakup. Good old nepotism. Yep, gotta love it. John Favreau, 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 Favreau played Monica's millionaire boyfriend Pete in Friends, but they broke up when he wanted to become the ultimate cage fighter. It's just funny because in this movie he plays an actual cage fighter. Yeah, something kind of a fun fact related to that is that the cast includes two actual country western singers, Dwight Yoakam and Tim McGraw, and three people who have won Oscars for playing country western singers, Reese Witherspoon in Walk the Line, Robert Duvall in Tender Mercies, and Sissy Spacek in The Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah, and it's funny that the main cast listed is you know Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, but really mm-hmm. the four actors playing the parents yeah. are Oscar winners. Yeah. So it's like you... They had a pretty good cast. Reese Witherspoon's an Oscar winner too, though. I don't think she was. Was she at this point in the? Yeah, Walk the Line was in two thousand five. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, which my... is probably why she's like, "I've bitch, I've won an Oscar. Don't tell me how to act." Yeah, exactly. And then I just wrote that a lot of the other fun facts were about Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, and Peter Billingsley being friends in real life and frequently collaborating on projects. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty interesting that Tim McGraw, <laughs> I don't listen to Tim McGraw, but yeah. he's in like random films. Like he was in The Blind Side. Yeah, he's had like a pretty decent acting career, mm-hmm. actually. He was he was actually in The Shack. He does play oh. somebody in The Shack. He actually narrates that movie. He's got a good voice. Oh, yeah. And he's really nice. Oh, I guess he narrated Free Solo. Really? I guess so. Oh. According to IMDb. I know at the end of Free Solo he makes it because you know he won an he won an Oscar for it and stuff like that. But I was kind of like still stressed out that he's gonna fall and die. Yeah, or maybe hold on, I don't know. Maybe he was just on the soundtrack. Yeah, he was just a he was a producer and I was a, like on, on the soundtrack for Free Solo. I think it was narrated by the guy and Alex Honnold or whatever. Hmm. All right, well, short episode. I didn't have anything else as far as fun facts go no. or anything else's favorite scenes like we said these movies are when they're fun super, like that yeah, they're, they're super deep so what did you give it for funny i gave it a seven i gave it a nine because obviously right it was all vince vaughn really yeah sissy spacek was funny yeah i mean i think the whole cast did a really good job yeah think, yeah in terms of being funny yeah 
And then what did you give it for acting? I'll give it an eight. I gave it an eight. I thought they were good. I yeah. didn't think anybody was bad. No. Even the kids were funny. Yeah. I think Vince Vaughn was just Vince Vaughn, but I don't think he was expected to be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what did you think of the story? Eh, I thought I was like a maybe a six. I gave it a six too because it's a okay story. It's kind of realistic like, probably to what some people deal with on the holidays. Yeah. It's nothing like groundbreaking. Yeah. And then the effects. I gave it a seven. What effects? (laughs) Well, I gave it a seven because of the house building and how they made sure it could withstand all the... that's true. You know, and then that whole scene where he falls off the roof, I felt like they did a really good job and the baby hits its head and yeah. I can see a seven. Yeah. So I got 7.5 out of 10. I got a seven out of 10. Okay, so it's not bad. It gets a C. Yeah. It gets seven mimosas. Seven thumbs up. Yeah. Seven mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the final film that comes out on Christmas? National is it a surprise? Lampoons? Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, which David has never watched. Yep. So I'm very excited. I really am scared, though, a little bit because you're very... Critical. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, this might not be your favorite film. The, the, see. I mean, everybody says it's a classic. So the problem with films like this is that if you didn't watch it when you were younger. Yeah. It may not have the same effect I, on you. I feel like a lot of Christmas movies are carried by nostalgia. Exactly. Like the Santa Claus jingle all the way. Yeah. The, a Christmas story. Like all those movies are like because they make you feel that like nostalgic warm and fuzzy like when you were a kid feeling yeah yeah so we shall see okay bye bye welcome christmas bring your cheer where's the milk and cookies What?